Trader, Trade Trader, Cobb Crypto Podcast. This is the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning into the Nuggets News Podcast. This episode is taken from one of my YouTube videos where I occasionally may refer to something on screen. So if you enjoy the podcast, be sure to check out the corresponding YouTube video. Cheers. Hi guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Nuggets News. Today we've got Trader Cobb and we're going to talk about the death cross and what's going on um, with Bitcoin at the moment. So welcome, Craig. Thanks guys, cheers. Good to see you. Thanks, Alex. So I might just bring up the chart quickly and then I'll let you explain what a death cross is. But basically we've got the... Um, 50 day moving average here in light blue and it's about to cross the red um, 200 day moving average and we're already seeing a few headlines uh, about the the death cross and it's um you know if you're new to this space and it's it sounds nasty I guess um, I'd just like to point out that this has happened a couple of times in the past we'll talk about all that as well so do you want to explain what a death cross is yeah for sure um, look at the end of the day, to make it really simple, a death cross is a 50-period moving average crossing down through the 200-period moving average. Now, that is usually, I mean, you can have whatever colours you like, but it's usually the 50s are red, the, the, the 200s are green. That's what I see across many platforms. Like I said, the colours don't matter. It's the periods. Um, and it's, it's the perception of this that is the danger or the strength, whichever way you want to look at it, if you put any weight into it all. The, the perception is that if the 50 crosses down through the 200, therefore we, we will see a, a sell-off. And we can go into some details sh- in a minute just understanding what moving averages are, how they're calculated and what they're actually there for because I think that the misconception is that, you know, it's just another thing to freak out about when in actual fact, it, look, I don't even have those indicators. I don't have those moving averages on my chart, just to be absolutely certain straight with you guys. I do not look at the 50. I do not look at the 200. I had done in years gone by, but I personally, with my trading style, I don't see any benefit, any use at all, but that's me. Yeah, so just quickly, I should highlight that, yeah, I have changed that custom color. So if you do want to add that indicator, guys, it will come up as a different color. Um, again, I don't place any significance on this at all. Um, like so many things in this space and so many traders have different styles, it is what you make it. Now, we've got some some bad fundamental news come out today, a little bit of FUD, um, a few headlines, the price is down. Now, some people are going to tell you that that's because of the death cross. Now, the, the price would have gone down anyway. So again, like so many things in crypto, it could be a self-fulfilling prophecy. It can be what you make it. So in 2015, we had a death cross that resulted in the price going up and then we had a golden cross which is the opposite when the 50 day swings back up through the 200 day um and then we had another death cross where it went down so you know it's a flip of the coin stuff um it's a backwards looking indicator if you want to dive into what that means a little bit more yeah, it's um, the way I explained it to you before is it's, it's like you made at the pub that, uh, that, that said he bought Bitcoin at $600 but didn't know what Bitcoin was six months ago. Um, it's a hindsight indicator. It, it, it's telling you what has already happened. Uh, the understanding behind what moving averages are, it, it, that's, I think that's where the, where the, the um, clarity and, and lack of concern can be stemmed from is because it's a moving average. Listen to the name, moving average of what it's a moving average of price now what it's representing let's let's look at the 50 period moving average now the 50 period moving average is represented 
that, that line that's smoothed out on the chart, that, that smoothing out is the last 50 candles or, or, or um, bars, depending on which way you look at it, of that time frame. So if we're looking at the daily, the 50 period moving average is a smoothing out of the last 50 candles. Now, obviously, because it's a moving average of the 50 candles, it follows price. It doesn't lead price. It's not a leading indicator. It is a lagging indicator. And to get a, uh, a dead cross, your 50 needs to cross down through the 200. Now, what this is telling you, if you decide to listen and learn about it, is that the last 50 periods, whatever that time frame is, the price has moved down. And that's why the 50 period moving average is starting to move down. The 200 won't move as much because it needs 200 candles to significantly move it. Yeah. So just quickly, I think you've, you've touched on something there that we probably weren't planning on talking on. But the fact is that the if we go to an hourly chart now, the lines now represent hours. So the red line now represents 200 hours. So it's whatever time frame you're on, um, those indicators represent basically, guys, to keep it nice and simple. Yeah, and look, I can I can tell you one little. I'll keep this brief, but I, oh, it was six, seven years ago. I was in London when I first started trading full time. Um, there was a theory that the I think it was the, the three and ten or the three and eight period moving average that every time it crossed you could buy, and every time it would cross back you would sell. Now, <laughs> I, I tried to do this for a week, and I lost about six thousand pounds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't trading big volumes back then. So what, what I'm getting at is don't have that as a trading strategy. It's a lagging indicator. And that that experiment was, A, very expensive for me back then, but it taught me a lot about understanding how moving averages work. And they are literally a lagging indicator of price. That's why I only use them as a, as a zone uh, with a number of other things that come together for a trade. Yeah. I think another thing that we uh, forget sometimes is that crypto trades 24-7. All of these indicators are made for stock markets that trade, you know, six or seven hours a day, five days a week. So to, to apply a lot of these techniques, um, the time frame based techniques to crypto, uh, yeah, it's just more and more of a reason why crypto is the wild west and the unknown and we're, we're work, learning what works and, and how, how these um, prices move and all that sort of thing. So. Yeah, I agree with you, mate. The one thing I would say is that um, uh, a lot of what happens, this is based, again, on my experience of, of trading a lot longer in traditional markets than in crypto, but I can tell you right now that the same methodologies, the same structures, the same strategies, the same principles do apply in this market. Uh, there's no doubt about that whatsoever. And that comes back to the fact that there is more than one way to skin a cat, as the old saying goes. Um, you know, I have my way of trading. It works. You have your way of trading. It works. There are other ways of trading that work. You just got to find something that it's got to make sense to you. So you you know you you don't if, if you're not a you know a, a quant you don't go and start writing you know high algorithm trading programs because it's not going to make sense to you. If you're a visual person, you've got to find something that fits your visual side of things. You've got to find something that works for you. It's not it's not a one size fits all world or market. Exactly, and I think. You and I are very different. There's other traders out there um, that I love following their work as well. They're very different. If we all are successful over the long run, you know, there's not one person that was right or wrong. You will find out what works for you um, and, and do it well and stick to your plans. Yeah. And try not, I mean, my, I've, I've spent a lot of money learning, right? I, I spent a lot of time and a lot of money. It cost me. The money that I lost was more, more expensive than the actual education itself. But I mean, one of the things you want to, that I, I personally think will help people out there is, 
don't try and cross-pollinate. So don't go, oh, you know, this bloke over here uses this and this and this, so I'll combine a bit of that and a bit of that, and it will it will marry and be perfect. Because it, it it's the old saying of, you know, why, you don't need chilli in a chocolate cake, so why bring chilli to a chocolate cake baking class? So you've got to know which ones come together in what order, um, and just throwing things together in a, in a big, messy pile of indicators and, and technical tools and whatnot, it, it's it very oh, – look, I've never seen it work. Um, yeah. I'll, be, I'll tell you right now, everything that I do, I've learned from other people. It's, I have not invented anything. Uh, it's the combination of things that have been successful for others that have been passed down through mentorships and, and working with good people that's, that's, that's worked. So, yeah. And then I think that's where, again, you and I are very different because I tend to have a lot of indicators on my chart, none of them that I really – pay too much attention to but I want to know what all these other traders are looking at people that are looking at Bollinger Bands um, you know oh no they're looking at the moving averages the fibs you know I love a bit of Elliott Wave theory and the psychology so I'm trying to um, I would say I'm definitely not a master of any of those but I want to know what everyone else is thinking um, to try and come up with my my plan so so based on that I mean here's a question that I have personally um, with that in mind I mean, are you looking at that fifth to base your trading decisions or are you looking at that to get a bit of a, uh, a consensus of, of where we may be from a fundamental view technically? A consensus. So if let's say we're at the top of a Bollinger Band um, and those traders think we're going to have a pullback and we had a death cross and we were at a fib and my time cycles were telling me something and the sentiment was negative in the market, that would be, a you know, it's ticked all the boxes for all the different types of traders out there. I want to know what the um, sort of global psychology is, and, and then I would that would be a high um, conviction trade for me, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. And what you just said something that I don't think you realise. You said that sort of hit the nail on the head. You said tick the boxes. If you don't know what those boxes are, you cannot bloody tick them. So you've got to be able to. I mean, I say, I say it quite frequently. If if you can't write down your strategy, you probably don't have one. Yeah. Cool. Well, mate, I think that's been um, a great little chat and hopefully we've explained to people why our opinion at the end of the day is this is nothing to really worry about, guys. I'm with you 100% on that, guys. Have a good weekend. Take it easy. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to the Nuggets News Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, share this around and let me know what you think by leaving a review. Cheers. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Check out TraderCobb.com because experience matters. 